Welcome to Rain City Supercars, episode 101. I'm Nick. I'm Dan. I'm Justin. <laughs> oh, there's our guest. Shut up, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> you speak and you're spoken to. Damn Porsche people taking your half out of the middle. That's right. <laughs> we are coming at you recording live at Drivers Club, brought to you by Avance, Haggerty, Drivers Club, yep. Rainier, and Carter Subaru. Woohoo! Yeah. Go Subaru. How was your birthday, Nick? Adventurous. <laughs> I mean, I, I I think the best gift I was given is a lovely um, conversation on the side of 405 or 520 by the Washington State Patrol. That was nice. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I think that was due to us as well, which makes it even funnier. So let's back up a little oh. bit. How did this happen, Nick? Uh, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> My attorney has told me that allegedly. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, you know, it's, it was a good weekend. Uh, thanks to uh, Alexa and Butch and everybody at Park Place, um, we were graciously um, loaned uh, uh, overnight. Uh, they're, and I, I don't know the exact uh, model number, but the new backdraft models. Basically, they're, they're, it's a Cobra replica on steroids. Yes. <laughs> like, like that needs more horsepower. Um, <laughs> mine had a... a Yours coyote, was a luxury coyote, model. I, I, I had <laughs> HID uh, lights, and I had a Coyote 5 liter in it, which was fast enough to get you a ticket. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> yes, it was. Yes, yeah. And yeah. mine was fast enough to leave Nick behind me so that he got the ticket. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> pretty much so yeah these things were epic so alexa calls us and says hey for your birthday do you want to take out these new backdraft cobras we've got take them for the night and then take them to exotics we're like but to be fair in in typical alexa style she was like uh just kidding (laughs) dan and i were both like yeah i'll do that please can i have that please no just kidding okay (laughs) so it works out so we go pick these things up and they're mean as you can get i've got a 427 carbureted no power steering no power brakes no abs no traction control straight up 427 cobra carbon fiber dash the thing is just beautiful and it's a nice uh, it's gray black racing stripes yellow trim neato nt 555rs which are great when it's freezing outside and you have a car with no heat and no top um but it was amazing at and a certain point your teeth are chattering fast enough you don't notice exactly yeah so, so it's nice yeah. we, i went to join you at dinner i set off every parking or every car alarm in lincoln square north sorry about that yeah. guys um <laughs> i parked mine before i went to dinner because i was like i don't want to drive that into downtown but yeah it was um needless to say uh I, I pulled up to the building to, to pick up my dad because I needed uh, the clicker to get underneath. And the guy up front looked at my dad and goes, what's he driving now? <laughs> um, so, no, I, that was so much. I've never driven one of those before. Yeah, neither had um, I. And I've always wanted to, especially, you know, when you look at those. The, the shifter has always amused me and the fact that basically the shift is behind you. Like, yeah, it's a long th- arm forward. Yeah. But surprisingly, really easy to shift. Really. I'm, Buttery I'm, smooth I'm, transmission. I'm, I'm wondering if that was like that in the real Cobras, but probably not. So, yeah. I mean, it was a lot of fun. Um, and then, uh, unfortunately, <laughs> I uh, I was making a legal pass uh, and overtaking. And um, so here's the funny part about this. <laughs> <laughs> this is a funny part. So Dan and I have worked very hard with exotics to, to make sure that people are, are following the rules and things of that nature. And so if you don't know this, Dan's brother uh, works with the state patrol. Right. And we asked him nicely, hey, c- could you start putting a couple of <laughs> state troopers on, fi- on 520, you know, to really make sure people aren't speeding to the event and, and away from the event? So I literally, Dan and I came up with an idea that got me a ticket. So that's why that's really funny. Like, we're pretty sure this so, is our fault that we had the police there that pulled him over. And still, the best part, and and Alexa was in the car with me, and 
when you when you when they when I they they gave me the car, they took a photocopy of my license and my my insurance card. And my insurance card was for my Subaru. And it's a piece of paper that talks about the car. And this young guy comes up to the car, and Alex and I are just trying to, you know, straight faced, and you know, yeah. And he's like, you know, I'm I'm with the state patrol, and and I said, and I'm, I'm he said, I said, oh, well, I have a plate here, and he goes, well, this plate matched the VIN on this car, and I'm like, no, it's a dealer plate. Yeah, it's a test drive. <laughs> and he and I handed, I think Alexa handed him the piece of paper, and he goes, is this a Subaru? <laughs> like, <laughs> and, like, you know those times when you don't mean to make a face, like, what did you just say? Like, but I know it was. We were both like, huh? huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Subaru's t- Subaru's got this top off model <laughs> with the new coat. Special but was, edition. <laughs> so um, I, I am talking to a, a few uh, a friend of ours to um, see if I can. Yeah, I mean, it's not. Like, when's, when's the last time you got a ticket? Like ten years ago. Well, that's not. The, that's the best part. Like when he didn't put any information really in for like the, the car. It's like vehicle title unknown, uh, type roadster <laughs> white. Like there's nothing in there, so yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Speeding, 17 or 5. Yeah. Take your pick, depending on which line you read. I didn't know that. Like, <laughs> I thought well, like when you got a ticket and they're like, oh, I caught you 10 over, but I'm, I'm quoting you for 5, the ticket says 5. Not anymore. It's like they, they cite you for 5, which is the penalty, and then they underneath it they write, but he was Joe in 77, allegedly. 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 So <laughs> I don't know. I mean, who knows? It's a new car. I mean, we were, Alex and I were doing a shakedown. I don't know if the speedometer worked. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I was not looking at the speedometer in that car. <laughs> I was just like, either was I. That's <laughs> the problem. So, but um, if you guys want to see an absolutely epic 427 or Cobra replica, go to Park Place, check that thing out. Again, we did not get paid for this. This was just a favor to us, and we were so thankful. Yep, it was so much fun. We had an absolute blast. I mean, it, it was a really like I said. I told you I would own one of those cars. Like it's it just, I don't know when and where. <laughs> But I would own one of those cars. Oh, God, yeah. It's just, a, it's just yeah. it, that's insanity. I have a whole new respect for those owners because I have not driven one of those before. And a car that raw, like, man, I could that would get away from me real quick if you weren't really aware of what you're doing 100% of the time. Oh, we were driving there that morning. I'm thinking, God, I got all this horsepower, new tires, it's cold, no roof. I'm, like, I'm going to drive slow. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and I did drive slow yeah. to exotics. By the way, you can do 80 in third gear. Um, on the freeway. <laughs> <laughs> and you really don't even have to have your foot on the throttle. Before we talk about the next car, because okay. this story keeps going, I want to do the Carter yeah, Subaru tip of the day. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mix it up a little bit here. So this is, um, I want. I was looking, talking Carter to Carter is not selling the new 4027 Cobras, by the way. No. <laughs> but, yeah. but they do have a really nice STI out now. Oh, yeah. But um, I was talking to, actually, my parents. And they were taking, they have a little Hyundai, and they, they don't drive much, so they just want something little around town. And, one of the dealer services, because they have prepaid maintenance, is that there's a fuel injection cleaning. And they're like, what is this? Why is this? Is this something we actually needed? Did we pay too much for it? They're always skeptical of dealer services. And I said, no, with a direct injected car, you have to clean the valves more, especially if it's turbocharged. And they're like, what does that mean? So that's an excellent thing I should talk about on the show. So direct injection is exactly Thank as Thank you, Mama Putnam. Yes. <laughs> so direct injection is exactly as it sounds. It is in a typical port injection car, the injector is on the intake side of the valve behind the valve. And then it, as the valve opens, it pushes in fuel, sprays in fuel. That's how a standard fuel injection system works. Direct injection directs, it, directs the fuel directly into the chamber. It, it can burn cleaner. Um, it's, it's emi- emissions is why we did this. Now, here's the funny thing about direct injection. Is it, yeah, it burns cleaner. It uh, is more efficient when you have a really good computer system controlling the car. It can, can vary the amounts of fuel going in very exactly. That well, is funny, Dan. Well, 
The problem is, is if, if depending on how you drive <laughs> in the car, I meant funny in an odd way, but oh, thank you sorry, very much. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, funny in an it can odd have way. the exact opposite effect <laughs> because it, when you have port injection, you're naturally spraying that fuel right onto that intake valve. And as you drive, it's basically naturally washing that valve of all that carbon in there. When you don't have that, you get a ton of carbon buildup on those valves. So a new service that you do need to do is a valve clean job. And it's a, uh, it's, I didn't even know dealerships were doing that. So, yeah. so many, even the days of old when you put fuel additives in that were supposedly cleaning your valves and cleaning your right. injectors. Right, yeah, and, and a port so. injection, that really wasn't a concern unless you were, a, well, pretty much a terrible driver. Yeah. But if you, you typically, you can't. Like I said, I remember when I, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you typically can't get a car up to temperature hot enough, in common to many popular beliefs, to actually clean off those valves, especially in a turbocharged car. That carbon buildup is going to happen over time. Uh, depending on how it's designed, um, some systems use both. They have now a direct and port injection to remedy that. Uh, I think Ford's doing that, of all people, surprisingly, and a few other companies. But, Is uh, it on the new Coyote 5.0? I have no idea, actually. Oh, okay. Um, checking. But that's the difference there, and that's something you do need to be aware of is that carbon buildup, especially, um, well, I won't get into it too much. There's a lot of cars that are known for being very bad at this. So it is something to watch out for. It is not a cheat sheet. It is not a cheat charge to get more money out of you at the dealer. It is a required service on direct, direct injection cars, most of them. But look it up in your owner's manual, which is that thing you never read that's probably in your glove box that you've never opened. But it'll tell you all about it. But it's nicely like shrunk wrap or shrink, shrunk, what, shrunk wrap? Yeah, it's usually shrink wrap. Yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah, like you probably never cracked yeah, it. Yeah, but, uh, no. yeah RTFM, yeah. read the yeah. manual. Pretty much. <laughs> it's something we go by a lot. Pretty much. Speaking of awesome cars we drove, though, that are direct injection and turbocharged and amazing, I'm still kind of smiling. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> um, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm a little speechless, to be honest. Yeah, I am too, actually. Um, so we just drove, and I mean just. We literally just walked in the building, started recording from driving right the, new, the new Porsche 992 uh, 4S, which is a twin turbo, three liter, flat six. It's a smaller motor. More power, the best transmission I've ever driven in my life. Agreed. Hands down. I just, I, I'm like, literally, we just drove this, and it, I am a little speechless of it. It's amazing <laughs> I, and absolutely amazing. Yeah. I didn't know it would be that good. And I mean, as yeah, a... Yeah, your turbo sucks, by the way. Right? <laughs> as a 991 <laughs> Turbo S owner, I was blown away at how much better that car is. And I hate saying that, but it's true. That thing is incredible. It drives amazing. It's just the, the brakes. This, this car had steel brakes on it, and, and I have the uh, carbon ceramics on mine. The brakes are incredible. The feel is perfect. Like they just respond exactly the way you want it to. The chassis is amazing. The way it drives and handles between normal and sport. There's you so much room in it too, by the way. Yeah. Like uh, uh, the, For the an whole. N- I mean, so I'm, but I'm saying like compare when I'm comparing it to your Porsche, like. Leg room to the point where, uh, for days, the d- the new dash setup is incredible. Yeah, I mean, so driver focused too. It's beautiful. It's uh, mm-hmm. it's one of those cars that looks amazingly better in person, and it looks better good on paper, but in person, it's incredible. The lines are gorgeous, but you can drive that thing around town. That is the most daily driver friendly sports car. Period. Like you put that thing in normal mode, exhaust goes quiet. It drives like two fingers around the wheel. Like it's light. It's I mean, easy. Be truthful, we only had it in normal mode for about. Six seconds, but right, it really <laughs> it did drive no, like exactly. <laughs> we're getting off the freeway, but yeah. But no, it shifts so smooth and easy. It's just like mine has a more of a. You can hear the clutches in mm-hmm. mine now. I mean, I've got forty thousand miles on it, and God knows how many launches. I mean, I took good care of it, but at the same time, I can't believe how refined it is. It's just, it's amazing. Yep. 
Um, it's big enough to live in. It's going to need to be. It's going to need to be. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if they have a 10-year financing option, but our guest today, Justin Wilson from Porsche Bellevue, can tell us that. Not now you years. can talk. <laughs> <laughs> I think you can go out seven years on that car. That's fair. <laughs> you go plenty. You can go ten years. You just pay the first seven. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Find me. Yeah, uh, exactly. Good luck. Thanks for coming, and thanks for bringing that car. Absolutely. My pleasure. Thank you guys that for having me out. Incredible. Oh. Absolutely incredible. Car. Also, the seat on the kid's car, really comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I was surprised at how comfortable it, that steering was. Steering wheel was a little far, far forward yeah. for me, but yeah, other than that, I'm nuts. good. <laughs> yeah, ah. Thank you, Captain Jack Spear. Uh, yeah. Jeez. Um, <laughs> how you been? Very good. Very good? Yeah. Life's good? Life's great. I, I can't yeah. imagine that people aren't coming in, driving that car, and just ordering. It is out of control yeah. right now. I would think yeah. so. It's, it's incredible, and that's going to yeah. be. Uh, Dan was talking about driving it, but I I can't wait to see how well that does in the snow. I mean, I'm Me sure. You, I'm sure. Have you had a chance it, to drive in the snow yet? Or? No. Okay. No, but hopefully we get that snow early this year because that'll be the first Absolutely. one I take out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> incredible. 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 Yeah. Incredible. So Porsche is. I mean. <laughs> I, I like having you on the show because when I think a lot of people talk to, especially salespeople at dealerships, they think that um, there is this weird misconception, and I know a lot of salespeople that this isn't yeah. true at all, that they just like, oh, they're just here, they sell cars, that's all they've ever done, right. that's all they really exactly. do. Exactly. And yeah. that is not you at all. No. If you are a Porsche guy and you want a Porsche, this is probably the best educated guy you can talk to <laughs> anywhere in this state. You are a race car driver. You have had your hands managing collections. You've transported cars. You've driven everything under the sun. You've done Pikes Peak. You've done the Virginia City Hill Climb. You have an yeah. extremely impressive resume. You sound like a millennial. Can't you keep a job for longer right? than Jesus? What the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> that is true. Good God, man. <laughs> Jesus. No. <laughs> that's, that the way, that's the way to take a really accomplished I person like and just variety. knock them down. I like variety. <laughs> <laughs> I get bored sitting in the same place yeah, for too I long. I understand. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do you uh, you sold our friend, good friend Davis, his GT4? Yes. And so we have a lot of drivers club members who have purchased cars yes. from you. A lot of friends who yeah, purchased yeah. cars from you. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. What, and you have got to have a really fun job. <laughs> it is. I do love it. Yeah. yeah. So let's let's have go a ton back. Of fun. How'd you get into cars? Like that's, How'd that's I get into the cars? Big, well, oh wait, wait, actually, before we do that, let's take a quick break. I was just looking okay. at our timer. Oh. When we come back, I want to start. I want to start from the beginning. You know, Hot Wheels, things like that, all right? <laughs> I still have all my originals from when I was that big. So do I. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I have yours. Uh, nice. All right, we'll be right back. <laughs> we spend an average of 8 hours and 41 minutes a day facing screens. Laptops, smartphones, tablets, even digital refrigerators. But what are we really connected to? Isn't it time you connected to something greater? Sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect. This moment of escape was created by Haggerty for people who love cars. And we're back. I'm awake. Something about Hot Wheels. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Just the yellow tracks or orange tracks. Welcome back, everybody. We're talking with Justin Wilson from Porsche Bellevue and much, much, much more. Um, again, nobody paid... Justin to be here. We just wanted to have him on the show because he's a cool guy and he has well, a really Well, we told him story. he couldn't come unless he brought the new Porsche. But other than that, yeah. yeah. I mean, so, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, he, I, I think he's paying dearly for coming here, actually. No, actually, <laughs> I, I was actually in there with my Turbo S, actually, and I was getting yeah. a service uh, just 
for <laughs> my windshield washer fluid line cracked. So I needed. I was like, eh, it's under warranty. I'll fix it. Um, actually brought a spare one, but I ran into Justin. I was like, hey, I need you on the show. So, Perfect timing. Yeah, it worked. It worked out well for him to come out tonight. So, yeah. Thanks for well, having me. Let's take it back. I mean, of all of us, we have this car passion. Yeah. Um, where did yours come from? Uh, three years old. That's as far back as I can remember. Hot Wheels. Yeah. Definitely did it. It's. I mean, I was laughing with a, a, a friend of mine been talking about Hot Wheels. Like, I was looking at, I was at Fred <laughs> Meyer a couple of days ago, and I was looking at these Hot Wheels. And like, yeah. I don't recognize them anymore. Like, oh, when I, we had yeah. Hot Wheels, they were cars that you saw on the road. Like, right. And they, they still exist, but now it's like these weird, like, I saw a Hot Wheel two days ago that will hold a GoPro. And I'm like, this is going to. Saw fun. that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> it doesn't teach the hobby like I would think. Right. So, yeah. Right. So, obviously, you had the love of automobiles, correct? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you grow up in this area? In Bellevue, yeah. In Bellevue? Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. And, um. Where 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 was your first automotive job? First automotive job would have been Bellevue Nissan. That is where the Range Rover dealership is now. That used to be a tiny little Nissan dealership. So they've moved a couple of, t- couple of yeah. times. Then. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Yep. All right. I was just the detail kid, washing nice. cars. Yep. We know how that can start. Yep. That's where it's I got my first. Hobby. That's where I got my fur. Where I uh, first time I met a Bellevue police officer as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll never check. forget the ticket. Yeah. Yeah. The ticket was, uh, he quoted, left of center. So I was pulling out of that little Chevron station, yeah. heading northbound on 140th. There was a lot of traffic, so I used the oncoming, so the, I guess, southbound lane to pass people. You drove into oncoming traffic. I saw headlights coming <laughs> before I knew better. Yeah. Didn't realize it was a Bellevue police officer. <laughs> yeah. And that was when the brand new uh, 300ZX, the twin turbo cars, came oh, out. It yeah. was literally the first one. So it was like the demo car, like I have tonight, yeah. of Bellevue Nissan. And I remember all of a sudden they lit up, and I'm just like, ah. Oh. Yeah. So I pulled into the next parking lot, which was the old Skate King, now Bellevue Harley. Sat there. It took him about five minutes to get out of his car, and literally I was surrounded by probably six, seven police officers and they all got out <laughs> and I'm this, this. little kid <laughs> I remember having to go back to my GM with a ticket and I, I went in there I'm shaking it and to he me starts like, like cars that are this loaned to you guy, get you in trouble this is what yeah. I learned about the car how I learned early in the car business the, like these guys are cool they're all car guys he started laughing he's like nice job like welcome to the club <laughs> <laughs> that happened at Park Place when you I know. walked in yep <laughs> <laughs> Let me see the ticket. No, okay, fine. Uh-huh. Yeah, so see, it's, so. It's, it's never your fault. It's the it's the car you're borrowing's fault. Yeah, totally. Right, yeah. right, right. right. To get used okay. to it, Yeah, you know? Yeah. <laughs> how did you move on from – let's jump right in because you – how did you move into I – mean, you were managing a collection. Um, mm-hmm. We won't go into who yeah. that is entirely, but yeah. how did you jump into that? Well, so you guys interviewed Dominic Dobson. Right. So when I was racing go-karts when I was a lot younger, I met Dominic at the track – and he was always kind of a local, uh, like, superhero yeah. because he was an IndyCar racer, Seattle guy. He started as <laughs> in karting. Sure. And I just remember meeting him the first time. Like, cool. Watched him my whole life. Um, I had a CDL truck driver's license at the time. And I told him because he owned uh, – he was with PacWest Motorsports back in the day. He was uh, racing in the it was 97 Super Touring uh, Challenge Series. I told him, hey, if you ever need a truck moved or your car is hauled or anything, call me. I've got a license. And literally, like, less than a week later, boom, there he is. So I pretty much just dropped the job that I was doing back then from that day, went to work for Dominic, 
worked for Dominic for a couple of years on touring car. <clears throat> we went to uh, the NASCAR truck series. And then he called me one night. He goes, I've got a cool opportunity. He goes, I'm going to take on management of this really cool private Ferrari collection. I need a guy. I need a right-hand man. I'm that guy. I'm that guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Literally, I'm like, Dominic, done. Let's yeah. do it. <laughs> so we did that for about five years together. It was really, really cool. And that's what taught me so much about this business. It was amazing. Yeah, that's a heck of an opportunity. Yeah. With a lot of very, very yeah, yeah. unique cars. Oh, for real. Like the old Ferrari that I see down there, that's, you know. 65, like, yeah. Yeah, like one-offs, you know, when you're looking yeah. at uh, the only car in the world that won Le Mans back in the 60s. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> there's, a lot of those, there's a lot of those yeah, yeah. around these, this town. Yeah. It's just fun. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you, you have a, a, a pretty rich racing history, too. Like you said, you started in karting. Yeah. And then where did you I go I actually there? started in 1988, the day after I graduated high school. I used to race jet skis. Okay. A lot of people don't know that about me. I started jet skiing probably in 86, and uh, I would go to the lake every single day, 365 days a year here. Rain or shine, snow, the whole deal. And uh, the coolest thing was I met a guy that owned a, a Dumont Tech Racing Oils, Rod Faulkner. Um, I know Rod back. really you know well. Rod? I used to work in the motorcycle industry and in the so, karting industry. Like basically, Rod, I owe everything to him. So one day I'm out ripping around on a jet ski, always wanting to be a racer. And all of a sudden, this Bayliner boat comes hauling up. And they're like doing this to me. I pull over. And there's Rod. He's like, hey, you want to go? Have you ever raced? It's like we were just watching you. I'm like, no. And he goes, we have this brand new 650SX, and it was the latest, greatest thing that Kawasaki had just announced. Yeah. And I've only seen pictures of it. He goes, we just built one. He goes, you want to race it this weekend? I'm like, sure. is this a lie? <laughs> sure. And I'm thinking there's no way. He goes, just show up in, uh, at Lake Taps this weekend. And sure enough, I showed up with my wetsuit and all the stuff. It's sitting there fully prepped, ready to go, and went out and won that weekend. <laughs> Only back in the 80s can you yeah. get away with that. That's I was watching so that kid on so the lake, and then... <laughs> yeah. I can still see it. Yeah. It's unreal. So, yeah. Rod is, like, responsible for everything. That's so cool. I, yeah. I ran into Rod um, last summer at Exotics. He has a Porsche guy, you know, yeah. and he brought one out, and he ran into me. He goes, hey, he goes, you used to work at Cycle Barn. I used to oh, sell stuff yeah, to you all the yeah. time, and I was like, yeah, I was like, Rod, what's <laughs> going on, man? So you worked at Cycle Barn? Five years, man. That's where I started karting for Paul Zalud, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't even funny. need to Small be world. here. Let's let them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. That's yeah. so funny. I used to actually work so in the So I probably center. saw you there many, yeah. many times. I, I started in the karting <laughs> center when they launched Rotax down there a oh, little yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but Rod, I ran into him at Exotics and um, remembered me right away. He goes, do you need mm -hmm. any product? It's just like, yeah. it's just Rod. And I was like, I guess I could use some chain lube. Yes. You know, I said, I, got, I, I don't ride anymore. At the time, I sold right. my Ducati, and so... I said, but I got a bunch of friends who ride. I'm happy to always right. push your stuff around because he was always helping me out. And mm -hmm. sure enough, I gave a bottle to everybody I knew with a bike. And they're like, oh, yeah, this stuff's best awesome. Stuff best chain be yeah. you can buy, best right? Best in the business. And amongst other products. But, man, what mm -hmm. a cool guy in such a small world. Such a great guy. Yeah. So. Yeah. So after that, uh, we used to, his whole motto was take a bone stock, doesn't matter what kind of racing. Take a bone stock 911, take a bone stock jet ski, take a bone stock go-kart. Go out and drive it until the thing blows up, until you can drive it, drive it as hard as you can until you can't go any faster, and you go out and you win in a stock cart before you start modifying a car. Mm -hmm. It's always the motto. 
to learn how to drive fast. So we went out in stock, literally right off the showroom floor, just do some little tweaks, and we'd go out and win races, like against guys in full mod boats, like modded jet skis, modded go-karts. People would send us into uh, protests. They'd tear us down. They'd tear it down. They're like, what in the heck? This is all bone stock stuff. So Rod, because of him, uh, you know, that's why I'm, you know, here today. Yeah. <laughs> or like the stuff that we've done is because of him, you know. It's all, it's amazing, people like that, that kind of come into yeah. your life and you oh, don't realize so what's cool. going to come of it and where you're going to go with it. But it sounds anyway. like an amazing opportunities. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and again, sure. such a small, small world. Totally. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. You know, what kind of a... Oh, wait. Oh, <laughs> I silenced mine. Wow. <laughs> Amateur hour, Nick. No, that was just the alarm I set for tomorrow morning to have you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even start with me. I can hear that thing over here. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> anyway. Oh, yeah, it's definitely 7.28 p.m. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Why your alarm at 7.28 p.m.? I had it set to remind <laughs> me to go pick you up tomorrow morning. Thank oh, you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to count on that one for tomorrow. <laughs> I would have I checked it tonight. But, yeah, okay. Anyway. Fine. So how did you go into – I mean, you've raced everything under the sun, but, I mean, you've done some serious races under your belt, some yeah. real big races. Uh, yeah. I mean, we could uh, – Virginia City Hill Climb, which we drove yeah. uh, in Seamont Rally not last year, but the year before yeah. with Davis, actually. Yeah, on yeah. It. And then you've also done Pikes Peak, which uh-huh. Davis just drove, actually. Yeah, I got the pictures. He texted me from the top, which was great. Yeah, that was one of the <laughs> best drives I've ever done in a poorly tuned GTR, but still really fun. Yeah. Um, so how did you jump, make that huge jump into races <laughs> like that? Like, What was the road to get uh, there from? So it all started with jet skiing. I was going to say water to road. But yeah, 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 and yeah. then it transferred into go-kart racing. Like you hear all the pro guys, they everybody, everybody. starts in a go-kart. Because right. if you can drive a go-kart fast, uh, a shifter cart – We'll make any one of those cars in that shop slow. Yes. Yeah, so absolutely. that's if you can get fast in a cart, you can go fast, fast in one of those. Yeah. <laughs> so um, as soon as I got fast in a cart, I won some championships in uh, 125 shifter carts, which is really cool. Um, always want to do big cars. And I've always had 911s and stuff like that. So I just I just went to track days as much as I could got pretty good in 911s and then finally had the opportunity to buy a gt3 got pretty fast in my gt3 street car at the track um and then had an opportunity uh to buy a cup car and uh as soon as you get a cup car it's a whole different ball game yeah i was gonna say that's a that's a whole different ball of action you've got a purpose purpose race built 911 yeah, yeah but it's funny if you're fast in a street car you know, there's a lot of rubber in the suspension, so through the corners and stuff, the car's moving like this chair, right? Yeah. Well, then you get into a proper cup car where there's no rubber in the suspension, just solid bushings and stuff. You go into a corner and the car plants, and you realize, okay, I can keep the throttle down full through the corner, and you get comfortable with what those slicks can do. just changes the deal. Um, that sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> ton of fun. I did some Pro 3 uh, racing. I did some Porsche Club instructing, things like that. I've just been in cars as where, much as possible my whole life. Where did the love for Porsche come from? <coughs> you said you, you owned a GT3. 1983. Okay. I went to Tillicum Junior High, and I met this guy, Derek Walker. Um, his dad was a huge Porsche guy and a club racer, so he raced old 911s forever. Um, at that time, I didn't know anything about Porsches. 
But my buddy Derek, he was a total car guy. I'm like, oh, okay, this is cool. <clears throat> my parents had a, like a really cool Z28. They were more hot rod and biker people. And Derek showed up to my house one day, and his dad got the very first uh, 1983 944 from, it must have been Interlake Porsche at the time up in Bellevue. Okay. And when I walked out of my house and saw that, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, yeah. we're going to the car show, the you know, in November in this new Porsche. I don't even know what it is, but I'm telling you, it like, as soon as I saw it, I'm like, I'm going to have one someday. <laughs> My first Porsche was an 85 late model 944 yeah, yeah. dash. Yeah. yeah, and I ended up with an uh, 86 944 turbo just because ah, the 944 car. thing has never gone away. No. Still love them. They're pain in the butt to work on, but, man. Total it's nightmare. Nightmare to work on with that torque tube <laughs> set up the clutches. But, man, yeah. It, was, yeah, it was such a cool car. Yeah. Beautiful shape, too. Oh, it's a, still one of the best. Yeah. You know. And ever since then, to this day, obviously. I mean. Yes. Just a um, passion. Oh, Hundred percent. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Hard not to, totally. especially especially when you're driving cars like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's nine nine two spoils you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To say the least. Uh huh. What are you driving now? I saw you've uh, a Cayenne. Yeah, I have a Cayenne. I have a nine nine six GT three. Oh, that's a great car. Yeah. Yeah. Super light. Yeah, and I've had that thing for a long, long time, and yeah. I've, I sold it once. It stayed kind of in what I call the family. Okay. And I got it back, and the title was still in my name. They, it actually went to three of my friends, sold three different times. They only put, between the three guys, they only put 2,000 miles on the car, and I got it back, and the title was still in my name. So <laughs> I'll save some taxes. I still feel like I'm the second owner of the car. <laughs> That's Technically, funny. I am. On paper. I so. feel like you could have sold it and just called the police and said, I still own it. So, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I don't know that guy. He's going to say he's my friend, uh, but it's not, it's not he's true. He's lying. Yeah. Yes. He's lying. Uh -huh. He's lying. So, yeah. uh, how was uh, going up Pikes Peak the first oh time? Oh, my God. Unbelievable. Um, the way it works is, uh, well, I used to watch it when I was a kid, when they used to yeah. televise it, like on, uh, you know, on Channel 4. When I was a little kid in the dirt, you see in the car sideways and all of that, I just remember going, man, I got to do that someday. Um, then you kind of forget about it over time. But then when I was the manager at Cantrell Motorsports and I got the cup car and then Instagram and Facebook and all that, and then you start following these drivers and you meet these drivers that do it, uh, then I started to realize, wow, there's a chance I can actually do this. So uh, I reached out to some people, and they're like, you're in if you want to. You just got to send in the resume. The resume passed, and they said, I remember getting that letter. They said, congrats, you're in. So I was like, okay, here we go. And what did you take up? Bikes I took a GT, a 996, a 2003 GT3 Cup car. Okay. But you basically have to take whatever you take up since the bumps, literally you're catching air in a car. So you can't take like a, a proper cup that's sitting on the ground. You've got to change the suspension. You've got to get proper travel in it, or you'll just you'll be bottoming yeah. out, and you know you'll destroy the car. So we kind of had to rework the suspension, brakes, massive amounts of downforce. So huge wing with big uprights, more splitter in the front, um, to make it a proper kind of rally hill climb car slash hill climb car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we, cool. were, we were talking to Batem about that. I mean, when yeah. they, when they, and, and him going up there no. with that car. Yeah. <laughs> He builds the best, <laughs> <laughs> the best Pikes Peak cars in the world. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we were up there. That. Yeah, we were up there with Batim. 
Uh, and it was really cool when we unloaded the car, and he's like, he goes, that's a proper Pikes Peak car. I was like, that was cool. <laughs> cool. And I'm really good friends with Batim and, yeah. and Joey and those guys, so yeah. it was cool. And Zwart kind of took us under his wing, you know, since we were, you know, it was our rookie rookie year there. So. You guys did pretty good, though, right? Yeah, I think I ended up 10th place in the Time Attack 1 for my first time. Yeah, that's really good for the first yeah. time. Yeah, that's what people were saying. It's really cool. Yeah. Um, uh, I spun on halfway up. It got real. So <laughs> it's a really weird place. So I remember the first time we rolled in there for day one of practice, they said, uh, uh, time attack one, you guys are at the very top of the mountain. There's three sections of the mountain for right. practice. Yeah. So they said, okay, 3 a.m., you're at the top. We're in a pickup truck, trailer, all the stuff in the trailer. So you have to drive the whole mountain up. The sun's coming up, and all of a sudden, so when you get to kind of above the trees and you start doing the switchbacks and you're in a truck really high, you're looking over the cliffs. And I'm driving the truck, and I'm thinking, I remember looking at my buddy going, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know if I'm ready for this. Like, you know, Have I bitten off more than I can because chew? Because yeah. hill climb practice, where do you practice for hill climbs, right? My whole life or our whole lives growing up in Seattle, the only hill climb practice you have Mary is like hill. going up Mary Hill, which I did. Yeah. Virginia City, which is good, but it's nothing like Pikes Peak. No. Or, but, the, but the majority of the time is like heading out to Duval or up to the Snoqualmie Falls, right? You just do your little twisties, turn around, go back down and do it again. So when you roll up to Pikes Peak for the first time and you see the drivers, IndyCar drivers, proper rally drivers, hill climbers, you're like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just little old Justin Wilson from and Bellevue, Washington. And you can see the cliff if you miss the yeah, drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I was going to say and spinning on that. I would have been like, all yeah. right, I'm good. <laughs> and then you guys have probably all seen Jeremy Foley's wreck right off the cliff and rolling and gets out of his what was that an evo yeah i've seen the car in the hill climb yeah so i was in contact with him a lot you know we became friends with him <laughs> how how'd you build your cage yeah uh, right yeah. yeah so it's you have all that stuff in the back of your mind um but then once you unload the car and you do your first run you're like all right it's it's on and it was the best thing i've ever done yeah it's yeah. I, just driving up that at a completely normal pace, and trust me, I was not pushing it in my GTR because right. I was not racing. Yeah. I'm just driving up the mountain and enjoying the view. Right. Still pretty freaking scary, yeah. to say the least. Like, yeah. that is a big deal. I, I'm just yeah. – yeah, that's awesome you did it. It's Yeah, ton of fun. Just driving it normally was on my bucket list, yeah. <laughs> so let alone racing yeah. up I, I really hope to go back. It's still I can't get it out of my mind. <laughs> yeah? Do you have more racing aspirations? I do. What do you think? Another Pikes Peak run? Yeah, what do you yeah. want to be when you grow up? <laughs> Pikes Peak racer. <laughs> did, you, did you go down with, when Dominic was down there? Yeah. Last time? Oh, yeah. Okay. We were in the same class. Okay. You know, yeah. so it was a ton of fun racing with him, too. Yeah. We spent the week together, and it That's was a great so time. Cool. Great yeah. time. Yeah. What, um, what do you have? Uh, okay, you've got the 996 GT3. Are you thinking another Porsche already now that the 992 is out? I mean, I, I'm already yeah, seeing what the I'm, turbo is going to be in the Targa. And you I, know, the only new Porsche I've ever had is the GT4. Uh, now the David Davis owns. Uh you know, I'm more of an older I like buying old stuff for a decent price. Yeah, okay. Cleaning it up, reselling it. I'm just kind of a I don't know. I just like to have a lot. <laughs> yeah. Like one of everything. I drive it for a while, sell it. Yeah, I'm a two year guy. I yeah, tend yeah. to hold on stuff for about two years and then I go to the right. next one just to just to see what it's like and exactly. mix it up for fun. I drive the new ones every day, you know. <laughs> So that's got to suck. <laughs> <laughs> I feel your pain. Uh, actually, <laughs> it's yeah. cool to be able to share with you guys. Oh, so. absolutely. So to drive it fun. would be great. I've, there's enough Bellevue drivers around here. That would be terrifying. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> got all the money in the world, and they're like just floor it everywhere. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> so you did. Uh, you mentioned you dropped you dropped Cantrell in there as well. I didn't know you managed Cantrell as well. Yeah, I, I was mean, with Cantrell for a few years as general manager. <laughs> just keeps going. This yeah. world keeps shrinking and shrinking and so shrinking. much fun because Colin. When I you know I I've had my GT3 forever. I used to take it to him for service and the roll cage and all the yeah everything, all the track prep. And there was a point where he needed a GM, and uh, he and I talked, and I got the role for a few years. It was great. Anything to get cheaper labor on a Right, GT3. I know. <laughs> <laughs> sure, I'll work here. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah. It was a ton of fun. Colin's the best. His shop is, I think, the best in town. They run a really tight absolute ship. Absolute best earned in their the reputation well. Oh, my yeah. God, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then beyond that, you ran a transport company, too. Yeah. I mean, it just keeps well, going. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because – When uh, do you sleep? <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I really don't. Um, yeah. So we had a semi-truck yeah. for Colin. Yeah. Or Colin owned a semi-truck. So we would do trackside support. We'd take clients to the track. Um, but my wife and I have always wanted, I don't know, we thought we wanted to live in Arizona. Yeah. So Been after, many times, like yeah, I worked uh, with Colin for a few years and we're just like, you know what? We just want to make a change. We're going to move to Arizona. Didn't have a plan, so we just moved down to Arizona. And I'm like, you know what? I've always wanted to, to – I, I thought I wanted to do transport, mm-hmm. you know, buy trucks and all that. So we did. We ran a transport business. Wasn't really what I was into. I didn't like living in a semi-truck full-time for years yeah. on end. The business, it actually took off faster than what we thought it would. Yeah, that's <laughs> a good problem to I have. I just wanted yeah. to be on the road for like a week at a time or 10 days at a time. But then it started really going nuts and like – she wasn't really into trucks. She warned me that from the get-go. <laughs> <laughs> so we did it. We sold the trucks. I got it out of my system. I'm not really a full-time semi-truck driver. Yeah. I, I, I love driving big trucks and cars or any uh, anything that moves. I love driving it. but It's a hard life, though. Oh, God. It's you got to respect a those guys. It's a really, really, really hard life. Yeah. It's, yeah. Funny. it's funny because I it, through Drivers Club here, all the rallies they do, Smokey's GT, yeah. things like that, everybody has like their favorite company. Oh, yeah, and for sure. And once they find one that treats their cars really well, yes. they're like, no, this is who's transporting right. our tr- right. cars, and that's it. And then all of a sudden, like, uh, we need you here all the time. Yeah. All of us around the U.S. Oh, yeah. There's a big for market sure. for that. There is. <laughs> I, I get the thing, though, because... Several years ago, I got invited up through Exotics to go up to Packar and drive oh, yeah. some trucks. Uh-huh. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. It is a lot of fun, but... The minute you step up there, all you can hear in your head is eastbound and down. And it's just <laughs> exactly. It's so true. <laughs> it's just, you know, like, so true. Yeah. Texarkana, here we come. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Make yeah. Any coors? Yep. <laughs> Been there many times. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. So how'd you... When did you end up at uh, Bellevue Porsche? Porsche Bellevue. So Porsche when, Bellevue, we, when we sold the truck, mm-hmm. just out of the blue, um, there was a guy that I was following on Instagram who was one of the managers there. And I shot him a message out of the blue. I'm like, you guys hire. So I, I said, I'm, you know, I know a bit about Porsches. Do you guys hire guys that don't have any car sales experience? He never replied. So I'm like, ah. I figured. So my buddy, uh, Corey Frankelandia, he is the sales manager at uh, Bellevue BMW. And I said, hey, we're moving back up from Arizona. Would you hire me for anything? He goes, just get up here, done deal. And the day that I went up to interview for BMW, all of a sudden Porsche reaches out. Hey, get over here. We'll interview you right now. We need a guy. (laughs) Fair enough. So I interviewed with Corey. I got the message while I was with Corey. And... (laughs) 
the manager. What's your offer? Yeah. It was pretty funny. Well, there's no offers because no. it's all commissions. Yeah. It's yeah. just like, do you want a job? Uh, and they said, come on over. So I interviewed with them right after, and they instantly hired me, which was really cool of them. So, yeah. Have I you, love what they've done with the dealership there. It's just yeah. absolutely gorgeous. It's, it's a so really, welcoming. And, it's yeah. it's such a cool place. Dan yeah. and I were there for the uh, 911 Turbo S Exclusive Edition launch. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that was yeah, a lot yeah. Of fun. Right. That was a lot, a lot. Of that fun. was a good one. Yeah. yeah, that's a lot of car. Yeah, and then tomorrow we have the 992 launch too. Ah. So yeah. we should go to that. <laughs> yeah, already I've already <laughs> driven it. Um, so <laughs> I'm, I'm <kidding>. <laughs> you <laughs> call me 993. We'll talk then. Yeah, right. They already had that. I know. Yeah. I know that the, just about enough. <laughs> we, had the, yeah. we had the discussion earlier that Nick is still learning Porsches. Oh, so okay. many numbers. Actively There's trying, a lot of numbers. Actively trying, but failing miserably. There's but yeah. a lot of numbers. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. What's your favorite uh, like technology or something you've come across so far being in Porsches? You've seen them because you've seen them change so much across oh the years. Gosh, like it's has, unreal. Has there been one that's really jumped out at you over the years? Because, um, I mean, maybe the switch to all-wheel drive or something like that. Like I love... Uh, you know, after I have spent, now I went to training on the new 992, you know, when you try to sell torque vectoring and things like that to clients before knowing what it does. Yeah. <laughs> With the 992, you know, there's a lot of things you sell that you've never tested. That you've read. I don't like that. I like to know everything about everything I'm selling. Mm -hmm. So it was really cool. I'm a huge into torque vectoring because when you're going through a corner and you can feel... You know, the rear doing its thing to get you traction and all that. Yeah. In these cars, you really feel it. So, yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> See, you guys know. Yep. Uh -huh. yeah, it works really well. It works real yeah. well. Like, yeah. Real yeah. well. Yeah. So, I'm a huge fan of that now. <laughs> yeah. One thing that, and, and I'm not, we're not going to give away any of the answers, but I, I want to, you were talking about this with the new generation 992. Yeah. And this is the eighth generation, correct? Eighth generation, yeah. There's something in the 992s from every generation, correct? Yeah, there's there's eight characteristics yeah. to the new car. Okay. From e there's one of every generation in that car. And I'm and we're gonna put that out there. If you're listening to this, I want you to find photos of the car, or if yeah, you yeah we'll post a bunch. We'll post yeah. a bunch. See what see if you can find it. I mean, it, some of them are very yeah. minor, which is really cool. Yeah. Yeah, it but is it's cool. all there. Yeah. And it's it's you know incredible. Yeah, incredible car. Mm. Um, I think we should take a, a quick oh, yeah. a quick break, and when we come back, we'll uh, talk a little bit more. Grandpa, what do you call this thing again? It's a '66 Ford Bronco. I think you got ripped off. Why is that, honey? It's got no Wi-Fi, no USB port, no Bluetooth. Exactly. I guess we'll just have to talk. Sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect. Is that the window button? It's called a window crank. Cool. The faster I move it, the faster it goes down. This moment of escape was created by Haggerty. Being old is kind of cool, Grandpa. Works for me. For people who love cars. And we're back. What were we talking about before? No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you get up, you go to the bathroom, you drink some more. Yeah, it's, it's just, you don't remember where you were. <laughs> that happened a lot. <laughs> Ever since my birthday, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> you are getting old. Yeah, keep it up. How many more days you got? Uh, <laughs> like 13. 13 more days? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 13 days. You're not even going to be in the country. Nope. <laughs> be very sad about that. <laughs> I'll get over it. So what's next? Like, is, you, 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 you're, you're doing really well at, 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 with Porsche. You're racing. You, you want to get back farther into racing, do more racing. What else? I just want to go back to Pikes Peak. I don't well, want to get back into racing anymore. That's racing. So. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Not wheel Staying to on wheel. The road. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Time trial. That's yeah, exactly. Significantly more risk than wheel to wheel. <laughs> <laughs> Less cliffs and wheel to wheel. <laughs> 
It's funny when you're there, you don't think about the cliffs. Until really? You, yeah, and you That's the only thing I would, would think, think about. about. Yeah. Okay, it's in the back of your mind. <laughs> sure. You try not to focus on that until you watch the YouTube videos of the other guys that have done it. <laughs> yeah. Man. Uh, yeah. You just hope that nothing breaks or you don't mess up. So. Pucker factor seven. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be tough. It'd be really tough. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, it's funny because uh, Dan and I were talking when we were, went out for our little drive, and, and that car has as much horsepower now as, like, some of the GT2s oh, yeah. and GT3s. So mm-hmm. I can't imagine what's coming down the pipeline from Porsche. I can't wait. Like it's <laughs> Yeah, the rumor has it a 600-plus horsepower Turbo S, as I know, is on the way. Yeah. And I think I saw a demo for a Turbo S Targa, which is yeah. literally that my dream car. Did you see it or you're that wishing for it? That will be incredible. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> there was some, there was, I don't know if it was a rendering. It certainly wasn't an official announcement. But right. or yeah. it may have been like a spy shot or something yeah. like that in that configuration with the body. Mm-hmm. And if you know me, like I... The only thing I don't like about my car is that I can't remove the roof. And I didn't want a sunroof car. I wanted a Target car. Yeah. Um, and so that is my dream. Well, that, that new roof line on there is going to look really good in a Target, too. Yes, it yeah. will. Yeah. yeah, perfect. Yeah. And that sexy rear wing. Yeah. And then you yeah, guys probably it, saw the right? spy shots of the uh, the GT3 touring over at Nürburgring last week. I have not seen those yet. Seen yeah, oh, so okay. they showed that. Um, and we keep seeing shots of the GT3s. Obviously, the GT4 is coming. Um yeah, I saw the spy shot of a GT4 RS. Yeah, we've heard that too. But it's funny at Porsche. I'm kind of in the same boat as you guys. Yeah. We don't know much. Sure. Why are you winking so Is much? <laughs> <laughs> you have something in your eye. Well, <laughs> we've got the Taycan coming too. Yeah, oh, that's, that's going to be right. huge. So have you seen s- it? I haven't even seen it. Okay. They're I've so, seen photos. They're so private about it. You know, we've finally seen. We've seen the photos kind of uncovered. Of well, there's been a couple of YouTube videos and of the people videos seeing are great. The, yeah, yeah, I mean, the videos are cool. Incredible. Like We're going to have the first demo car in December. Okay. So if you guys want to do another show or whatever, if you want it back here, we'll bring it over here for you. Oh, twist my arm. <laughs> I mean, if I have to, I'll I mean, go It'll probably be a Turbo or a Turbo S model, too. Those are the first which ones coming makes out. So no the sense monster at all. car is coming out first, which is great. <laughs> I was watching a video about that, and they were talking about the naming badging. and the, it, 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 Even the guy said, he's like, this one's going to be the t- Turbo S. <laughs> and I'm like, huh? I don't have an issue with it. How That's do you turbocharge a battery? Is, you know? yeah, no, it, it, when you hear Turbo S, you know it's the top. The right. best, I, but you I'm know, just that's how I look I'm at it. I'm glad to see yeah. somebody coming out that's going to be taking on Tesla and really yeah. can yeah. dethrone. Yeah, so. I wouldn't. And I, I would bet, I bet you, when something breaks on that car, Porsche will actually sell you the parts. Like Tesla <laughs> won't sell you anything. <laughs> exactly. so. I was going to say, I think it uh, might. St- we must start. Might start seeing that as the nail in the coffin for Tesla, unfortunately. Yeah. and I like Tesla. Don't we'll get me see. wrong. I, I like we'll the three see. and the Tesla, five. They're a ton of fun to drive. Yeah, they're they're really fun cars. Yeah. Um, but once I th- once you see the the big manufacturers get on board, especially like oh, Porsche, Audi, it's going to be a pretty much a game changer yeah sure especially mm-hmm. here because porsches are so popular here so and, are tesla like for tycons <laughs> we've already got 750 some orders placed porsche bellevue porsche bellevue of course out of the nation has the most orders for the tycon shocking really yeah right <laughs> <laughs> well it's not really shocking when you look at how well the 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 tesla dealership did here i mean they broke world records with the three and yeah, stuff like that so yeah and satirical. all those people are going wait a minute yeah okay yeah so right. I've already got a charger in my garage, and Porsche's coming out. Okay, <laughs> it's not a hard – and, I mean, right. they're pricing pretty reasonable too, aren't they? Yeah, well, the turbos and turbo S's well, are – I configured one the other day for 217, oh, a turbo okay. S. So okay. huge money. Um, but, yeah, when the 4S – But it's all the money you're saving on gas. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but when the, the – I guess the more basic, <coughs> the regular ones come out yeah. – when they're offered next year, they're going to be supposedly starting in the 80s somewhere. Yeah, which is 
Yeah. Good. Yeah. yeah. And great. you get a Porsche badge on it, which even better here that matters i mean anybody who <laughs> i mean like here that that's a deal dan yeah. i know a guy at porsche you want a porsche badge we'll put it on anything <laughs> sure <laughs> anything <laughs> it's like that new subaru that came out right. <laughs> <laughs> so. i wish to talk a little bit about avance yeah coming up um as you know avance is a sponsor of ours and they've got their it's actually tomorrow october 19th it comes out the day after this yeah. they're doing that uh, big uh, carb connection day like bring your car in if you're an avance member and dino day at car dino connection. day yeah. it's been a lot of fun I know. I want to throw my car up there. I'm not sure if I'm going to do the all-wheel drive yet because I'm still working with Batim a little bit to get some work done because, <laughs> you know, it's necessary. I love it. Yeah, especially after tonight you are. Like, okay, it's got to be faster and it's got to be. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not lacking power. Don't be wrong. But uh, Yes, you are. You, after tonight, yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, st- I'm still – I know I'm up on that thing, but <laughs> it's know. still just a – it's it's there. It's ready to be untapped. I might as well use it. That's kind of sure. how I look at it. Mm-hmm. I've got uh, – it's going into – Park Place tomorrow, actually, get the calipers, the acid green. Yes, I know. That was my alarm, remember? Yes, I know. <laughs> then it's going uh, right away tire. We're going to have uh, in on Monday, and they're going to put winter tires on it for me, because, yes, that is going to go to Whistler a few times this year. Cool. Nice. Because that's what I do. That's, that's <laughs> what I do? Yeah. Because <laughs> I didn't need another windshield, so why not? <laughs> You just look for a reason to get windshields, don't you? No, it's just—it's <laughs> inevitable. It is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so well, I don't know. Some people don't get as many windshields as you. <laughs> That's true. So <laughs> I don't. I, I you know I've almost forty, just over forty-one thousand miles on that car now. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. You and when you it, picked it up, good. you had what twenty? It was twenty-eight. Just under twenty-eight when I got it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the way it's supposed to be. Exactly. I'm loving every mile. It's been They're an not meant car. to be looked at, although they are pretty. They're not meant to be lucky. Yeah, I'm right. curious what it would throw down, though, on the dyno right now compared to a new one. I'm hoping for, like, say, all-wheel drive, so 15, 15 to 20% driveline loss. So I'm hoping it would be in the low fives, the wheels. Yeah. certainly feels like that. Mm-hmm. So We can always see if Madeline Puckett wants to take her car. I mean, come right, on. yeah. There you go. We do have an 18. And Alex here has got an mm-hmm. 18 as well. So yeah, yeah, so. It'd be fun. Right? Yeah. Let's go back to back them. There you go. Sounds like a heck of a party. Yes. Heck of a party. So, yeah, everybody should come out to that. Uh, Avant's always got cool stuff to keep you busy through the winter. Um, Avant's Off-Road is going in full swing. I was just posted on there the other day about routes to drive in the winter. I was trying to find, like, what's the longest uh, forest service road we can go on. Because, I mean, you, off-roading is fun, but if you have, like, you know, Nick Subaru, like, you don't necessarily want it. It's not built for crawling, but it's great for adventuring out in the yeah. snow. And so that's, uh, yeah. Remember, we always talked about doing that one forest service the road. That goes, yeah, it goes from. Top to bottom. Yeah, the Wabber Washington Backcountry Discovery Route. Yeah, um, that. I think I've been talking a little bit. Applied. Just uh, I bounced an idea off Ben from Brandon Ben Powell, mm-hmm. previous guest from our show, um, with the Pinsgower, which everybody's seen about doing a winter drive like that and doing some camping, like winter camping the whole nine, like really mm-hmm. get everybody out. And that'd be fun. Avance is the perfect company to do that with. Yeah. So, do you want to freeze in the outdoor? Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, fine. Speaking of Porsches, though, holy crap! I think half of Avance has Porsches. Yeah. <laughs> well, they do. Like- Mm-hmm. They do. It's yeah. I, I think that's the new the new thing. Like you get a T-shirt and a Porsche, right? When you join a bond, how it works. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Welcome. <laughs> here's your T-shirt. Here's your Porsche. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So, yeah. are you an Avance member? I am. I figured. Yeah. There you go. Just making sure. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I have tagged you and stuff on there before. Yeah, I'm actually kind of a recent member. So. Yeah. But you know, Adam came in. And we talked six months ago. Such a great guy. And he is a great guy. You actually talk to people that own boxers that own? No. <laughs> 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 I love it because he drives that Cadillac wagon. Oh, I'm that a is. huge wagon fan. One of my so favorite cars. It's the best yeah. car. Yeah. yeah. That thing is a beast. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> off the company record, if you were going to buy a car that wasn't a Porsche, I know it's a hard call. Like what other car has impressed you that you've driven? You've driven a lot of stuff. So Every time I get into a McLaren, 
I'm just like right there with you. I, I love McLarens. Yeah. C.J. Wilson, we used to haul his cars for his Porsche dealership. Yep. Good friends with him. Um, have driven his P1 just on and off the trucks and all that. A hypercolor one? Yeah. Wow. The Blurple car. The yeah. Blurple. Um, <laughs> you know, super generous guy. We haven't driven it like miles or anything, but just that car. Getting into a P1. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Unreal. It's just something about when you close that door and you hear that engine. You can feel it behind you. Or you, you don't hear that engine. Yet. Right. Exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm a huge McLaren fan. It's and hard I just love to. the history and all that. So. Yeah. And that chassis is pretty oh, impressive unreal. to say the least. Yeah. yeah. That carbon yeah. tub. It just You feel so connected to that yeah, car. You sure. also hear every single rock that comes off those tires. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that and yeah. the LaFerrari. So uh -huh. <laughs> the, yeah. the cringing of the, the yeah, gravel exactly. hitting the carbon. Oh, yeah. Not yeah. mine. No. Yeah. <laughs> Still all-time favorite car, F40. By far, if I could have anything in the world, it'd be first thing would be F40. There was an F40 you know. sitting in my building last week. No way. What? Yeah. Wow. There's like two of them, in the, and we, we, I, I actually ended up knowing the guy, um, mostly because his course. name's on his license plate. But uh, <laughs> oh, that would that would that would help. Uh -huh. Yeah. So really nice guy. But I was just walking. I'm like, like parked where my car is. <laughs> Unsecured parking. I'm like, that's, that's an F40. <laughs> <laughs> cross track, cross track F40. Cross yep, uh -huh. pretty much. That's the way it looks like. <laughs> One of these yeah. things is not like another. Yep. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> Super's making an F40 now. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that is it's an incredible car. You've yeah. driven the F40, right? I've never. That's no? the one thing I haven't yeah. driven. I haven't, I've, I've never driven. I've either. been in the yeah. passenger seat in one, but I've never driven one. That's so. you talk about turbo when the turbos come on. That's yeah, yeah. <laughs> nothing your like face back. 80s and early 90s turbo leg. Exactly. Nothing, nothing, right, nothing. Right, right. Oh my god! Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't know. Speaking of that, I spoke to the owner of that F40. It was kind of interesting. If you open the uh, the door of an F40 and you look at the tub, mm -hmm. and did you know that the, the tubs are two pieces because they didn't Ferrari didn't have an autoclave big enough. And so you have to look for the, and it's green. Oh, really? The bonding between there is supposed to be green. Ah. That's the factory color on all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And so, and if it's not green, it means it's either been in an accident or somebody fixed it. Or, yeah. So That's that really interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I wonder if that bond ever breaks down like the fuel tanks and those oh, things. Everything's man. glued together in that no. car. If you're able to know, the F40 has a fuel bladder system. It's literally mm -hmm. a bag that you put fuel in and it fills, and then you have to change it out. Like I forget how many years or yeah, miles it is. Well, it's, inside like a, it's inside a capsule, and then the yeah, bladder's inside. Yeah, it's in a capsule. Yeah. The bladder's yeah. inside, but you yeah. have to physically replace that just because of time. That yeah. bladder will wear out, but it's literally mm -hmm. a plastic bladder inside of a tank. Like it's, Yeah. It's a fuel cell. Yeah. They were serious about weight saving in that yep. car. Mm -hmm. So beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> well, we really appreciate you coming in, Thank bringing you guys. the car I in, it, letting yeah. us drive the car. Yeah, um, what an experience. Yeah, that was a ton of fun. It's my pleasure. Yeah, thanks for ruining me for everything. Over your car. <laughs> Sorry about yeah. that. So yeah, we have a lot of Porsche listeners. We have a lot of Porsche owners that are yeah. uh, listen to our show. If anyone wants to get a hold of Justin Wilson, they can go just contact him via Porsche Bellevue. Yeah. Um, Justin Wilson Porsche sales on Instagram, mm -hmm. um, and he is typically the guy. We, he is the guy we refer everyone to if they want a Porsche. We're like, oh, go talk yeah. to Justin. He's our yeah. guy. Um, yeah, yeah. And we have a really great selection of pre-owned yeah. off browns. We have everything. So I'm not just Porsche. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You can call me for anything. He can find you anything. I have access yeah. to everything, yeah. so it's pretty cool. Yeah. So excellent. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming. Thank you, guys. Yeah. I really appreciate it. For Rain City Supercars, I'm Nick. I'm Dan. Don't just get there. Enjoy the drive. <laughs>